What are you intentionally doing to stay encouraged through your health journey? Who are you surrounding yourself by that provides motivation through habit change, crazy hard habit change? Trying to maintain or change our health takes a lot of mental and physical energy. Do you feel like there are people or health professionals that have your back? Do you have someone on your team that won't let you quit? For a little more insight into this area, stay tuned. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking, no more all or nothing mentality, get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. Happy Podcast Friday. Welcome to episode 24, Motivation Showing Up at Your Door. Ooh, that rhymes. I didn't mean for that to happen. As I interviewed our professional for today, she said something that really hit me. It took accountability or building of our dream team to just that next level of importance. If you've been following Direction Not Perfection podcast, first of all, thank you. Just thank you for being part of our community and team, and I welcome you with open arms. Second, you may have noticed that I really believe strongly in building our own dream team, having that trainer or physical therapist or dietitian or MD or just a friend, your go-to sources that have your back whenever those roadblocks happen, those inevitable roadblocks that will happen along your health journey. We cannot go this journey alone. My promise to you is that life will happen. Barriers will happen. Sadness will happen. Happiness will happen. Something will happen that will be enough to mess with our good intentions and keep us from hitting our goals. So I truly do believe it's extremely important to have those people in your life who will get you over those humps, help you keep a clear focus, a clear why, why we care about our changes that need to happen. You know what, sometimes when we are in that moment, it's easy to let emotions take over and forget why we care. So sometimes we need that outside source to remind us, remind us that we really do care. And so, To me, that dream team is just, it's not even an option. It's just part of the process, and it's so important. My aha with my interview today was just how we, not only how we build that dream team, but also what we are plugging into our ears. What podcasts are we listening to? Who do we follow on Instagram? Who do we follow on Facebook? Who do we let speak inspiration into our day? And seriously, I haven't gotten to the aha yet. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I always look at this as this inspiration as a way to just stay focused and motivated. But Linda brought up, and Linda is who I am interviewing today. She is my beautiful, wise COO of HomeFit Consulting. She brought up the point that it can actually expedite our health changes to, to be plugging that inspiration in daily. And I thought, wow, fabulous point and way more motivating to go grab your motivation if you know it's going to speed up your process. If you knew that you could reach your health goals 
over what you would normally think a course of a couple years all of a sudden looks like only six months or maybe a year, that to think about there are other options to help speed up that process just by drowning yourself in support. I mean, no one can argue this. Everyone's looking for faster results. And at this point, it's not a promise of a fad diet or a crazy way to get you there. It's just another thing that you can plug into your day that's very doable that can really make it happen. So let me give you an example. You could set health goals and track on an app and just kind of work yourself through the process, which is fine. Believe me, I preach that all the time. And here's the problem, though. We know that there's going to be barriers and life's going to throw us low energy for the day or a lack of time for the day. And Lord knows that sometimes we just have people in our life that aren't supporting our goals. So just things that come at us that they might slow down our process a little bit. Here's the other side. You could have a trainer showing up at your house. You could start your day by reading a minute of inspiration. You could listen to a motivational podcast on your way into work. You could finish your day with a positive book. You could have follow-up texts from your trainer checking in to see how you did for the day. You could have friends that are calling and checking on you. This is what I am talking about by drowning in inspiration or motivation. We're not just talking a little something here or there. We're talking you have it plugged in at every point during the day that you have free time. This will speed along your process. That was the aha. I never think about it as speeding it along. I think of it as as a positive support. But gosh, when we think about it as expedited expediting that that health process that's huge motivation so I mentioned having a trainer come to your house I'm so excited for our interview today with Linda Ratliff COO of HomeFit Fitness Consulting HomeFit brings trainers to you I know I've talked about this before but I do keep grabbing some of my peeps from HomeFit because they are all just amazing and they have such good insight for you and so yep you're going to keep hearing about HomeFit I really believe in them Linda, we'll talk to you more in a minute about all of this and give you motivation for your day, but I wanted to introduce Linda before we get started. Linda was a second lieutenant in the Army and traveled for 22 years as an Army family. She raised two extraordinary boys, became a personal trainer in 2003, health coach in 2014. Linda's mission, her her mission statement states that personal training is personal. She takes time to get to know her clients, their goals, where they came from, who they are, and where they want to go in life. She takes all of this information and develops a plan that will guide her clients through an attainable and rewarding health journey. I love this, Linda, in 10 seconds. This was on her page and I had to throw it at you because it's hard to wrap yourself up in 10 seconds, but I think she did a phenomenal job. Linda in 10 seconds, Christ follower, family first, loyal friend, driven coach, personal motivator, sports enthusiast, part-time photographer, adventure seeker, and willing world traveler. All right, let's get this interview started so you can steal some of Linda's energy and walk away motivated and equipped with the tools to succeed. Hi, Linda. Hi, Lindsay. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I can uh, hear your smile. You can. I can hear yours. I miss you. This summer has been crazy, and I feel like we have just, it's my fault. We're not connecting as much as usual, but. Oh, good Lord. It's just life. It just happens. It, but 
does. I actually thought, could you tell everybody how we met in the first place? Well, we met through HomeFit. We, um, we are located here in Birmingham, but we had recently expanded. Um, we expanded Huntsville and then Nashville. And then we had a trainer leave here and move to Cincinnati. And he's like, hey, can we start this up here? And we're like, sure, let's do it. <laughs> Why not? So we, I went on a search for trainers in the Cincinnati area, and I found Lindsay, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love this girl. <laughs> so we, you know, connected through that, and, yeah, the, the moment I spoke with you, I'm like, oh, yes, we, got, we have to have our, on our team. Oh, well, ditto talking to you. I'm like, there's some people that you just connect with, and you're like, I actually wish that you lived next door, because I think we'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel the same. <laughs> But I was like, oh, perfect fit. Yes. Maybe it's a good thing we don't because we might not get stuff done. Yeah. We'd be like, would you actually rather go meet for a glass of wine and we'll talk? <laughs> right. We'll worry about this later. Exactly. Oh, oh my goodness. Work can be done anytime. <laughs> right. So I, I think you have such an interesting background. And I would love for people to get to know you. Can you dive into, you can give us whatever you feel comfortable telling us, but give us your background. Oh, you, what do you have? A couple hours now. I'm yeah. just kidding. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I grew up in New York in a very small town. There were 28 kids in my graduating class, I believe. And it was a central school. So like the radius of miles was probably 25 mile radius. And it was only 28 kids that graduated in my class. So that tells you how rural it was. Um, But I was a townie. Like, I grew up right in town on Main Street. So I was, you know, I was not as rural as everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's funny looking back now. Um, So grew up there. My parents divorced when I was in, like, seventh grade. And my dad moved to Florida. So I would twice a year go down and stay with him so I thought I was pretty big then too because from this little town I was flying on an airplane down to Florida and getting to spend yeah. you know every year I get to go to Disney or somewhere like that so it was pretty cool <laughs> um but then I graduated from high school and I moved to Florida and went to college um my dad wanted to straighten me out a little bit because I was not going down a great path um and it was a good move it was not something I wanted to do, but I knew it was probably best, so I did. And I got my degree in sports management at Florida Southern College in Lakeland. Mm. I also met my husband in college. He and I were both in ROTC together. And, um, yeah, I met him, and that was all she wrote. Um, We went on our first date, and then he called me after that, and wanted to go on a second date and I told him I couldn't my grandmother had passed away and he thought it was a big story oh oh you're like I would not make this up (laughs) but it wasn't so so, um you know we dated and I thought man if this guy can put up with me through ROTC the way I looked the way I smelled (laughs) coming off some of those trips I like and he still loves me I yeah he's a keeper he's a catch yeah (laughs) yeah so, and I was right, he, he was, um, and then we traveled, military, um, we were both in the Army for about three years, but then I had my first son when we were out at Fort Hood, and 
I just, I hated leaving them. I couldn't stand it. It was during Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and I was working 12-hour shifts. My yeah. husband was deployed, and I'm like, I, I can't do this. So the minute they let early out, I got out. Wow. And then I was a stay-at-home mom for several years. I had my second son, um, actually went through several miscarriages between them, and then had my second son six years later. And yeah. once he hit kindergarten... I, start, I started working at a YMCA, and someone said I should be a personal trainer. I'm like, sure, why not? So <laughs> got my, became a personal trainer, and um, so that was up in Tennessee. Um, so, but you always had health. It sounds like, I mean, obviously health interest started way back even when you were oh, yeah. defining your major in, in college. Yeah, you like most athletic in my class. Of course, it was only 28, but still... <laughs> And I played soccer, basketball. Those are my two favorites, but soccer, basketball, volleyball, softball. Always played sports. Love it. Um, but, yeah, I've always had kind of that sport background and, and fitness background. Um, but I always ate whatever I wanted because I was so active. Mm -hmm. So as I've gotten older, I've learned that I can't just eat anything I want anymore. <laughs> I'm not quite as active as I was. Which stinks, right? Like, how does this happen? These, these. It, it does, but now I look at food a lot differently than I did back then. Like, it was all about, you know, whatever tasted good. And now it's like, this is fuel for my body. Yeah. So I really try to focus on eating healthy foods because it makes me feel good, too. Instead of, you know, the immediate gratification of the taste, I think about how I feel. Yeah. Well, and, so. and speaking about food for fuel and also for probably healing. You went from military to mom to miscarriages to you've, you've battled cancer, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I had um, breast cancer and I had, um, I went through the surgery, although they did the lumpectomy. I had to go back three different times for it because they never got enough. What do they call it? The margins, clear margins. So I had to go back. Um, but after the third one, they finally got clear margins. And then I went through the, um, what was it, 66, I think, radiation treatments. Oh, my goodness. But it's five days a week, you know, Monday through Friday you go. And you do it for like six weeks. Talk about you're an overcomer. I mean, cheesy. Out of everything that you've gone through, and I feel like you're still this incredible, positive person. How do you think all these life experiences for you build into your day-to-day, -day, you know, as a mom, as a trainer, as a wife? Like, do you feel like you're constantly pulling from that kind of grit that you were building that whole time through all of your experiences? That's fun because I just think, um, I think of the scars, like, especially like after the lumpectomies and, and stuff, I'm like... I'm, I'm leaving it the way it is. It's a scar. And to me, it's a scar that I want. I beat this. Yeah. Um, and that's the way, you know, military, my husband was deployed a lot because he was special operations. And when you're going through it, you don't think so much about the struggle. You just you get up and you face it each day. Right. And when I did, I mean, then I look back and people go, I don't know how you did it. I'm like, you just you just do. And you don't think that much about how the struggle is. But now I can look back and go, man, that was some tough times back then. Yeah. Wow. I went through a lot. Yes. But then on the other hand, you know, my faith, um, I think, is what 
really has made the hugest difference in my life. Um, so I was, you know, I, I went to church growing up to an Episcopal church, but I was actually saved in college and started a whole transformation as a Christian and understanding that love, that acceptance, that mercy, that grace, mm-hmm. um, that no matter what I go through, he's always with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I lean into him, it's all going to be okay. And he's got the outcome already written. So I'm like, you know what? He know, and he knows what's best. So I'm good. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to be for his final wonderful plan. So I'm good with it. <laughs> And you can tell, I just feel like the joy that comes out of you again, it doesn't matter what you experience in life. You can tell you just have this like comfort and calmness and, and again, positivity that it, you exude that. And it's really, it's really neat (laughs) to see that. Yes. I appreciate that so much. No. So, and then like taking, okay. So taking all of this and transferring it into like, when you see your clients going through, because as you know, the more personalities that we work with, everybody has their own story. Right. And how do you feel like you can, you, can transfer this over into helping your clients or like, what do you feel like some of your strong suits are as a trainer for your people? Well, that's funny. Cause, um, like growing up playing sports and before I was really saved, it, it really was all about me. Um, but once I got saved and, and I realized some of my gifts, my gifts are in service. <laughs> like I love bringing joy to other people. I love bringing health and wellness to other people. Um, so being able to share that with people is like I said, it's a gift. And when you have a gift, you should share it. Mm -hmm. Um, so being able to to do that around people, um, I just, I see them happier. I see them healthier and it just, it brings me a lot of joy. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, and then keep going into like, what are, what are your people's barriers or where do you feel like, what's that constant conversation that you're having with clients? Do you have one that you feel like kind of transfers over to similarly yeah. to each person? Yeah. A lot of people struggle with, like they say, I, I know what to do. Um, I know I need to eat healthy. I know I need to exercise. Um, but I just like, I don't feel like doing it or I yeah. don't. I don't know exactly how. I know I'm supposed to eat right, but, you know, they you can look on the Internet and get any kind of advice from anybody about how to eat right or how to do an exercise. But if you're not going to professionals to right. do it, I, I always tell people, consider the source because <laughs> there's a whole bunch of sources out there. But you've got to know that where they're coming from, they really know what they're talking about. So when the... The questions are nutrition and information about eating right. I'm always going to point him towards somebody like you, Lindsay, who who really knows and understands it. Um, and I'm working on, like I was telling you earlier, my mm-hmm. nutrition course through ACE, which which gives me some of the knowledge and helps me to guide them a little better. Yeah. Because that is a constant conversation. But when it gets deeper or when they say, you know what? write it out for me be very specific that's when I have to turn them over to you I'm like that is not my job that is not something I feel comfortable doing it's not within my scope of practice but I can absolutely point you to somebody that can and that's another great part of what we do 
not just at home fit, but as professionals is we make connections with other professionals right. that, that can help in other areas that we're not as comfortable with. Right. Like you and I were laughing that it's like, refer on, refer on, refer on when people have specific needs. And it's, it is, it's amazing to be able to do that. Right. Which this is a good point to let's talk about home fit for a second, because this includes trainers, dietitians, health coaches, physical therapists, the whole gamut. Right. Like, so tell everybody what home fits all about. So home fit delivers in home, personal training, in-home yoga, in-home nutrition, in-home health coaching. We deliver all of these services to you in in the comfort of your own own home. So you lose the barriers of, you know, I don't have time or, you know, I can't get to the gym or I don't feel comfortable around working out with all these other people or, you know, whatever number of excuses you come up with, we can actually – talk through them and show you that we we can take care of you. All of our trainers are nationally certified. They hold, you know, high credentials as far as their certification. Mm-hmm. Same with the yoga instructors, same with the, our dietitians or nutritionists. They're, they're certified or they have degrees. Many of, most actually of our personal trainers actually hold degrees in things like kinesiology, exercise science, um, my specific one is in sports management. Mm-hmm. So we all hold degrees. Um, and then, like I said, we, we deliver the, the trainer to you. So the trainer will either come to your house and it's after, you know, a consultation with somebody will send a trainer to them. And if you're not comfortable with that trainer, you just let us know. We'll send somebody else to you. Um, but usually you get to, Look, look it over. We'll send you a profile, their profile page, so you can read about them and, and get to know them. And a lot of times they'll reach out to you and talk to you before they even come. So you feel more comfortable with somebody coming to your house. Right. Um, and then, like I said, they're certified and we've vetted them. We've done background checks on them. We've, we've taken all that stuff out of the equation for you to make it really simple. We bring equipment if you don't have it but we can show you how to use your own equipment if you prefer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're efficient in their workouts. So they know, you know, somebody that's going to work out with them twice a week, they may want a good, fast, hard workout. We'll do a HIIT workout with you. Um, But it's always going to be tailored to your goals. Everything we do is about the client and making sure the client is taken care of in the best possible way. Right. Um, I love that. We recently expanded into Cincinnati. Um, we're still looking for a couple of good trainers there to help grow our, our reach up there. But then um, we're also expanding down into Tampa. So we started Birmingham. We're in Huntsville, Nashville, now Cincinnati, Tampa. And then we also have a few trainers in Rome, Georgia. So. And then your health coaches even are virtual. Well, and you do virtual training as well, right? So Yeah, so there's online training, which is really just a program we write for somebody. But virtual training is still that one-on-one. We do it through Skype or, or one of the, you know, FaceTime, something where you can actually see them yeah. on your computer. And they can see you, and 
you know, you take them through a workout. You can, we can still very effectively take you through a workout. So it doesn't matter where you are. Um, you can be on vacation somewhere if you're a person that likes to exercise while yeah. you're on vacation. Meet no your problem. trainer. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> skip a beat, right? Like, you you don't have to do that I'm on vacation mode and trying to get back into real life mode. You can just carry right. it through. And it's still only 45 minutes or an hour out of your day, but to keep you on that track. Because so many people lose ground when they go on vacation. Right. Or when they travel. A, lo- a lot of, or most of our clients are busy professionals. So they travel a lot too. So again, we, we can easily set up the virtual training. You can use your phone, your iPad, your computer, whatever. And we'll sit there and we'll talk you through stuff and we can still correct your form. We, which is a lot of what we do. Right. Um, you know, we don't just count out numbers for you. We're going to actually watch you and make sure that one-on-one training delivers an exceptional workout. Exactly. And I feel like I have to throw this in. It's the accountability piece too, right? Like it's, yeah, that you're going to show up to somebody even on vacation or when you mentioned business trips, that's actually where my brain even goes first is that oftentimes, especially if you get somebody who travels so often within business, that that's huge to be able to take your trainer with you. Well, and, and then we also will take into account, you know, that travel in, in what your body goes through in a, when you're traveling, mm-hmm. um, that sitting, especially if you're sitting and traveling overseas, you're, hip flexors, just like if you're sitting at a desk, they're going to be tighter. So we're going to, you know, we're going to work that out too. We're going to work out the fact that, you know, you sat for long periods of time, but you're not getting the rest that you are. You're on a different time zone. You know, we take all of that into consideration. Right. Hydration. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, have your legs ever swollen, gotten swollen when you traveled like on an airplane for a long trip? Yes. Yes, that's so frustrating. It's so frustrating when your shoes don't fit right when you get off. Like, right? what is off? So, no, there's things you can do, and, and we can talk to you about those things, too, just to help with all of that. Right. No, that's so great. This, and it's just, oh, I know what I was going to ask you is it wouldn't matter if somebody was in California. I know we're talking Birmingham and Huntsville and Cincy and Tampa, but somebody realistically could be anywhere because of the virtual option, right? Absolutely. I mean, they could be they could be in Ireland. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that. I think about I love Ireland. I guess. Um, but but truly, I mean, I could train somebody in in California. You know, they're they're getting up a couple hours later than me usually. So it's my midday where I usually have a little bit more free time where most of our trainers do. So they have the freer time to train somebody on the West Coast. Right. Because their schedules are oftentimes you know, full in the mornings or like here, but you know, if you're just waking up out in California, perfect timing. <laughs> exactly. No, we got to reach out to more of that. Cause half the time we're all up at 5am in the morning <laughs> knocking out clients. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> and noon sounds <laughs> glorious. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, I could just sleep in and train my client in Yes. 8 o'clock out there, but guess what? It's already 12 o'clock here. I'm good to go. <laughs> I know where I'm going to mark it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's pretty smart. <laughs> so will you dive more into constant client frustrations? I know that you already started to go into some of the barriers like that. I know what to do, but the information's not there. Like when you show up, what are some of your clients like? I always talk about the scale. I feel like that's the thing that I see people so frustrated with. Do you have other examples like that? Um, 
probably not as um, pronounced as that, but but one thing that comes up a lot is people said, you know, I I worked with a trainer gym and it was that same old thing all the time. Mm. You know, I go in and I do you know three sets of ten of this, three sets of ten of that, three, and I got bored with my workouts. Well, that's another thing we don't do. Right. <laughs> You're not ever going to get bored with our workouts because they're so different. We collaborate. A lot of us. Um, we share exercises and stuff with each other. We share it on our social media. So it's neat because we can incorporate all that into the workouts that we do. So people don't get bored with home fit trainers. I so. believe that. I was going to tell you that too, and I'll put this in the show notes, speaking to the listeners here. But if you follow Home Fit on Instagram or Facebook, I love the short snippets that your trainers do of a new exercise or a yoga pose, or because it's something that I feel like you can tangibly take with you to your next yeah. gym visit. And yeah. every time I see something like that, I'm like, ah, oh, I totally forgot about that move. Or I've always wanted to learn a little more yoga in that sense. So I love that. Definitely worth everybody tuning in. Throw throw a home fit, especially on your Instagram. I feel like that's a such a nice, quick uh, visual. And then you do a lot of these types of chats, too, on Facebook. Um, yeah. What do you, we call them well talks. Well talks. Thank you. And the well talks are geared toward, you know, just like a podcast, a lot of different um, topics that are brought up and things that we hear from clients a lot. So, you know, if you're every day out there, you know, trying to do your thing and trying to work out, you know, listen to those. One of the things I learned a long time ago is when, when you want to learn something new or when you want to make changes in your life, you know, we go through stages of change, but, but, you know, a lot of times it's, we're pre-contemplative, we're thinking about, and the best thing you can do is start putting things in front of you that lead you to that change. So start listening to podcasts, start doing, um, listening to well talks, following Instagram, fitness people on Instagram and stuff like that, because yeah. the more that's entering your mind, the more you're going to start thinking about making those changes, you'll make them faster which will, you know, get you just healthier, quicker. Right. Oh, I love that. Can you tell us, I'm just throwing a random one at you. So sorry, <laughs> sorry to no, throw this at you, but can you tell us some of your podcasts that you consistently follow or people that you consistently follow? Well, you obviously. Oh, okay. I did not ask that question for that reason. I know you, did. I know you didn't, but, <laughs> but you, yours is one. I love to listen to your podcast. No, Muscle you. Mind is one that we do. Um, Cody and Matt are also home fit trainers, so they do Muscle Mind, which is good to watch and list, listen to. Yeah. Um, so then I listen to a variety of things. So I listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I listen to Larry Maxwell. Um, and again, these aren't necessarily fitness, but they usually open my mind like Joe Rogan one opens my mind up to different things yeah and Jordan Peterson um he, he led me to that book and I read that book which is really cool so um and these are kind of like inspirational are they business minded or yeah, Larry Maxwell's inspirational um leadership but he's he's a Christian leader you know he started out as a pastor years ago but his gift is leadership and He's turned his whole business into a leadership thing. So it's leadership and in, in business, sort of. Um, 
I've been listening to books lately, so I can't. The podcasts are not. That's okay. Um, no, you already hit such a good point too that. I do feel like I tell people to plug positivity into their ears, but I always think of it more from just like drowning out the the negative, like really trying to flip flop the mindset. And I love where you also went with thinking of it in a way that you're going to speed up your process. Like you're not only changing, but you're, you can go at one speed or you can drown in it and like really dive in and, and speed along the process. So that's, that's awesome insight. I don't think about that. Keep going on your like Lindaism things. I feel like you have things that you're really good about. <laughs> What's your soapbox things? I, I know you and I were laughing about this. <laughs> the health and fitness soapbox things that. <laughs> oh, which, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> so, so certain exercises people would would always say, you know, doing a squat, you want to keep your knees over your ankles, and then people say, oh, you know, you can't go deep into a squat, it's not good for you. Well, yes, you can, and not necessarily on both of those. So so when it comes to form, it's science. It's They've, they've learned so much more since when I began. I began 15 years ago instructing people, and every, every two or three years, new things come out, and in you got to understand that people go, oh, you know, I learned it's this way. This is the way you got to do it. No, that that was the way we used to do it before Years we ago. learned about this. Yeah, yeah. But so I was told once by somebody, you know, you can't, you shouldn't teach people to go that deep in a squat. I'm like, it depends on the way their muscles are um, formed, and it depends on their their bone structure. Yeah. But yes, they can. A lot of people can, and they just don't think they can because. People have told them for years, they you know, shouldn't. you only go so low in a squat. Right. So things like that. Or I can't do heavy weight. That's probably my biggest pet peeve with <laughs> women is I can't do heavy weights. I don't want to get all bulky. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You are not going to get bulky. Yeah. You're, You're like, you couldn't if you tried. <laughs> you couldn't. That's right. <laughs> Let me put Even your mind at you ease. you drank a protein shake after every workout, you are not going to get bulky. Yeah. So. <laughs> that is, that is a solid one in people's heads though. I agree. Like that's a, a true fear of a lot of women. Right. And they'll see, you know, some women that, you know, that have really, we're just going to say it really round butts, really muscular <laughs> round butts, but they've worked hard for those. They don't get that out of exercising for 30 minutes, you know, twice a week on their legs or their butts. Right. They pay careful attention to that, and they work out like Right. You will not get that way unless you really, really try. Um, but you're not going to get the big muscles. You're not going to get that, you know, that look that you're afraid you're going to get, especially if you work with a certified trainer and a, a really good nutritionist. You are going to get one of the few things that people don't understand is, you know, that full extension, that, that lengthening is what makes those muscles look long and lean is when you give it that full extension all the way out, all the way in. Um, when you do just that little bitty thing, you, you know, very small motion, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. But so you're doing that very little range of motion and you're working on just one part of your muscle, that may stick out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this brings up an interesting point too. Like you're going into a, a little detail there that the, the common person would not know that. Like this is a really great example of why – Grabbing a trainer to just, even if it's just to get you started and like start to understand some of this is, it's such a confidence builder. 
Oh, it is. And, and that's the other thing about exercise and people go, Oh, I'm too tired to exercise. But, but once you start doing it, you realize that it gives you energy. It's not immediate. It's not the first week, but it is, it is an energy builder. It's not an energy zapper. Usually it may zap you for a little bit when you do a, like a hip workout. You're right. But then later throughout the day, you're feeling, you're like, wow, I can really conquer stuff. And yes. exercising does that for women, you know, gives them confidence that, and I've seen this happen in a lot of people. Um, they think they can't do stuff and then they start doing it. They're like, dang, I, I can do this. And you just start to walk a little prouder. Those yes. shoulders come back and down and you're, you know, start to face the world a little differently. So isn't that that's so cool? Yeah, I was going to say, and it's so cool to watch people finally go through that when you see someone cross a finish line or get through a workout that they've never accomplished before. You can like, oh, you can right. see the confidence building. It's a, it's amazing. And there's such joy in watching somebody reach a height that they never thought was capable or, you know, lift a weight that they thought they could never do or, you know, any of it. And yeah, I, I mean, I trained a girl that went off to college last, well, probably two years ago now, but I trained her, you know, leading up to that and watching her go off to college with the confidence that she had yeah, was just so fulfilling. Uh, so I just, yeah, uh, you're like, my work here is done. <laughs> Check. <laughs> exactly. And she was pretty proud of herself, you know, and she'd go to the gym at, at the college and she could lift weights with the guys. And she felt like, you know what? It's not intimidating to me anymore. I was going to say, I've personally been there before where you're like, I am not going to work out in that section because the last thing I want to be is like immersed with all of these weightlifting dudes. <laughs> that, um, and yeah, it's I mean, it can be intimidating. It's funny because my husband does not understand that. He's like, why is that intimidating? I'm, I'm like, it doesn't matter why it just is for some people right and, and we are empathetic to that we understand that that's the way it is sometimes but a lot of times after you've been training a while and you feel comfortable around stuff all of a sudden you know what you feel like you could walk in there and show them a thing or two yeah exactly you don't worry about being judged that you're not doing the the motion correctly right like the form because i think that's what people worry about is that they're gonna go in and everyone's going to look at them and say that person has no clue what they're doing. Oh, and what kills me is, so when you learn that, when you, you know, your form is right and you know, you, I've, I've been drilling something into your head. Now you go into a gym and somebody tries to tell you to do it different, a different way. Yeah. You're like, uh-uh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> or how hard is it to not go correct other people? <laughs> yeah, that's tough sometimes. Like I have a tough time in the gym because I do want to correct a lot of people. And I'm like, mm, no, it's, it's not, not my, my place. I know. <laughs> could so. really offend somebody, <laughs> but. No, I don't want to. I don't like to <laughs> not today. Yeah. Uh, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on. I've already told everyone in the intro, but I, I totally sprung this on you today. And it's like, <laughs> I have a free hour. Do a podcast with me. <laughs> Yeah, but it's so fun because whenever I talk to you, I feel like I could talk for hours. Oh, well, let's do so, this again. <laughs> I think that that's a great idea. Perfect. This is just phase one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. If uh, people have any questions about HomeFit, um, about um, so you and I are both health coaches, which yes. is pretty cool. There's not that many of them out there. So you know, any questions that maybe 
come up, just send them my way. Definitely anything about home fit, anything about personal training. Yes. Tell them to reach out. We are happy to help. I will. I will put all of your contact information through home fit in the show notes as well as your bio so people can continue to get to know you more. And like you said, any questions or if somebody's hearing all of this and going, oh my goodness, that sounds amazing to have a trainer just show up at my house before I go off to work, then you have Linda and I as contacts and we will make sure you're hooked up with with the right person. <laughs> so That's right. One other thing I wanted to add before we go yeah. is consistency. Like I was just thinking about your podcast and every Friday I can expect it now. And I love that consistency but that's the kind of consistency you need with your eating right with mm. your exercise mm -hmm. you're not going to get results overnight right but you got to show up where you are where you are overnight so so you never you try not to expect uh, you know things that are insurmountable you want to make sure you set the goals but you even your goals can be um progress goals or process goals yes so the process of making sure every day this week i'm going to drink you know 16 ounces of water in the morning before i even get going with anything else it's that simple and that that consistency is what really gets you to where you want to be and i love the consistency of your podcast well thank you and now that we're talking i'm like let's use you before you go for homework because pro i love the word process goals can, uh -huh. Let's let's throw out three homework assignments for our listeners, and maybe sure. the first one could could be to list out some process goals. Yeah, and, and like I said, so the process goal is, and smarter goals are, are the way to go. Uh, specific, measurable, attainable. Um, time bound. Time. What's the R? Relevant uh, or relevant, and then time bound, and then. A lot of people, you want to know that there's going to be lapses that you're going to go through and you're going to miss steps sometimes or you're going to, you know, some people used to call it fall off the wagon, but you may, you know, miss a day of, of doing whatever you're supposed to be doing. It doesn't mean you quit. Right. It means you start that very next day and, and get back into it. You just just keep going, keep going in that direction. So process goals um, for like I like to give them for three different areas. So it could be a process goal for eating, mm -hmm. a process goal for exercising, and then an, a process goal for your mind. Um, because truly that's where it all starts. Um, people like to say that, you know, it's 80% of what you're eating and 20% your movement or your exercise. I disagree. I say it's 50% mental. Mm. So once you get that mental part, in gear. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's about that. Then the other 50% can be split 80, 20 on exercise and, and eating. Yeah. That's good. So wait, but it is the mental part. We'll use these. Okay. So three, we're going to split them into three sections. Those will be your three homework assignments. And now if you could give us an example of each one. So what would your example sure. of a food so, process? So an example of a, a nutrition, maybe just water intake. It may be that you're not drinking enough water in a day. So you want to set those goals and Lindsay, your recommendations on water would be how much in a day? So just because we don't know people's individual height, weight, whatnot, like it, I know this is so bland, but just a good old 64 fluid ounces is a safe level to, to throw out. 
Right. Because there's, you can drink, you can't drink too much water. Your body can. You can. Happens. But so don't go drinking, you know, two gallons of water a day. No, my poor father-in-law, <laughs> my mom's, my mom's husband, we were doing a fitness challenge one time and we were all increasing our water intake and his poor little body, like he just, he got overhydrated, and it was not off of multiple gallons. It just was too much for his body. Right. And he had to go to the hospital. I was like, oh my gosh, I just Isn't sent my mom. Yes. So, so that can happen. It so, can. so 64 ounces is a good number for most people, like you said. Yeah. Um, so, but if, if you are not even anywhere near that, you don't want to start with 64 ounces. Right. You want to start with, what do you take, what are you taking in right now? Right. It's only a glass of water a day. Make it too. Love it. Yes. So we're, we're going to take baby steps and we're going to move in the right direction. Yes. So that would be the food side. Exercise. Um, again, take where you're at right now. If you're not walking at all, all you want to do is walk five minutes. Get up and start walking. And then next week, add five minutes to it. And But do it daily. Um, but if you're already walking and exercising you may have a goal you know you want to you want pretty shoulders for the summer so you start with those you do you know twice a week do shoulder exercises so again it's going to be small it doesn't take a lot of time to do that but you want small attainable goals yeah yeah that you can do but it depends on where you are that's where you're going to start i'm excited to hear your mind What's your, what's your goal here? So, so crazy how much the mind can do. And again, it depends on where you are. Everything, that's something that we preach at HomeFit, but it's so true is we meet people where they are, whether, whether it's in your home or your office or whatever, but we also meet you where you are physically, mentally, Mm. spiritually. So again, as far as the mind goes, depending on where you are, for me, it's, it's this course that I'm working on. So my goal today is to read, you know, two pages of a book that I'm working on. I can do more than that. That's great. But, right. but the goal is attainable. Yeah. It's two pages. So it's specific. It's time bound. It's attainable. It's relevant, you know? So, so for me, it's reading, but, but because I want it to be positive, it's, Mine always come from positive places. So for you, it may be, you know what? You just need to listen to um, a, a three-minute thing like um, Darren Daly is one I listen to. He's very positive. He's very motivational, but it's usually less than five minutes. Minute with Maxwell is one minute a day wow. where you listen to something very positive and get it in your head. Yeah. Um, so Minute with Maxwell is a great one to do, too. Um those are ideas, but not, they don't have to be yours. It can be, you have to think about what's going to be relevant to you. Yeah. I love that. I'm sorry, I ramble a lot. Oh, you're not rambling. I love it. I'm actually jotting it down. I'm like, and in Minute with Maxwell is what, a podcast or a Facebook? It's a, I get e- email every day. Okay. It's one a day and it's a minute. It, it, sometimes it can be up to two minutes, but it takes no time and it's positive motivational it's encouraging it's always the type of thing that I like to hear yeah no that's awesome you're not rambling at all I feel like you're spot on with what you're talking about and I think it's one of those things that listeners can keep hearing 
And I love when they hear it from multiple different professionals that like you're yeah. saying it, I'm saying it, Cody's saying it, like we're all, yeah. The funny thing is, is when you have kids, you know that they're not going to really listen to you all the time. Even pastor was telling us, you know, growing up how it was somebody else outside of his family that really kicked him in the butt and got him moving in, in the right direction. But yeah. as a coach too, I've, you know, people would, I, I used to coach sports, but my kids wouldn't necessarily listen to me, but other people would send their kids to me because they'd listen to me. For sure. them. <laughs> I could say the exact same thing, the exact same way, but I'm coach. So, so they're going to listen to me yes. where when they heard it from their parents are like, they don't know what they're talking yeah. about. Well, yeah, they did. But I don't, I don't tell them that because then they, then they would think I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> right. Oh, I feel like people say that all the time, like with dietitian stuff or personal training. I'm sure you get that all the time. Yeah. Coming from a family member is just different than coming from a professional, but it is, it is. <laughs> especially your own kids. They're, they just, they're so funny. Mine are grown now and they see things differently, but definitely growing up. I was like, you know, I may have been a fitness professional, but they would always look to their dad for answers about fitness. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just sit back here. Yeah. Breathe deeply. Just breathe. It is. It's so hard, isn't it? You're like, why? Okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I want to jump through the phone and give you a big hug. Thank oh, you thank for you. showing up today. Oh, my virtual hug. Then. Yes. And we're going to have you back. Oh, thanks. Happy Friday. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today. If this topic served any purpose for you, or you could picture that exact person that needed this, I am always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2019 the year we are going to just pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also forever appreciate when you leave reviews on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open to information and keeping an open mind to what your journey looks like now, within a year, the next five years, slow and steady, all It's not instant gratification, and therefore, it's not always that exciting, but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all of your years and for every season of life. I cannot wait to catch up next Friday. Cheers to health and happiness.